It is the Big Wake Up Call on AM 1280 WBIG. I'm Ryan B, and our next guest is a musician, professor, rock historian, and author. His new book is Petty the Biography, and let's say hello to Warren Zanes. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Warren, I have to tell you, I couldn't put the book down, and as someone who reads pretty much every rock biography out there, the first word that came to mind when I finished it was was just stunning. This book kind of blew me away. Oh, thank you. Just the, the, the level of intimacy here is is incredible, and uh, I was reading that you and Tom had, had somewhat of a, a, a relationship, but uh, I'm just curious how you got that level of trust to, uh, to write a book as, uh, as honest and open as this. Yeah, well, in the spirit of honesty, I've got to say, I don't know. But, uh, the, you know, the fact is, I, I met him first when I was in my late teens. I'm 50 now. And, you know, within a few years of that, he took my former band, the Del Fuegos, out on a three-month summer tour. He yeah. sang a harmony on one of our records. And then I went back to school. I, I I got a bachelor's, a couple masters, and a PhD. And at the end of that, I wrote a book about Dusty Springfield's Dusty in Memphis that Tom got, read, and wrote a song that he said was inspired by it. And that brought us back together. But this time, I wasn't the kid with the chipped tooth in the opening band. I was <laughs> a writer. And it led eventually to the biography project well you know i'm i'm 40 years old and, and tom petty has always been uh, his music tom himself has always been a presence in my life but you know other than you, you got nuggets and tidbits here and there from you know quote unquote other other bios but i never really felt like i i, I knew who he was and now i feel like i kind of do well that's that's the best thing for me to hear because that's what i wanted myself i was a lifelong fan and I was surprised at how little was known about him. But he's not a self-promoter. He's not a guy who mythologizes his own origins. He's really, he's let the songs do the work, and they've done good work. But at the end of the day, you've got this catalog. Is, it's right up there with the Buddy Hollies and the Hank Williams of the world, and we don't know that much about the guy behind him. And, you know, people who fall in love with music want eventually to know more and that's where that's where this project fits in and the amazing thing was that he approached the project he crossed some kind of line i can't take credit for it happening but he crossed the line and decided to do this in a really unguarded fashion well, at, at this point, uh, I mean, and, and I definitely want to give him uh, credit for that, for being open for for a guy, as you said, who is not uh, hasn't gone out of his way to promote himself to be that uh, open. But uh, you do want? Did he just want to? Uh, did he want to set the story straight? What do you think his his motivation was? Because uh, you're Tom Petty, you have nothing to prove or say to anyone if you don't want to. Yeah, no, I a- absolutely right. I think I think part of it was doing the Peter Bogdanovich documentary. He, well, a couple things. The Peter Bogdanovich documentary, but projects like the live anthology, getting Mudcrutch back together. There were a lot of things that had turned his head to the past a bit. You know, I don't think he's a guy who is particularly nostalgic, but he was, he was looking back. And 
in that process, he's he's a keen, you know, very sharp mind. I think he recognized there were things that a book could do that a documentary and you know collections of music couldn't do. And he's a reader himself, and he 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 decided it was the moment. You know, he's sixty five now. You know, I think. It's, it's, a, it's a human part of it, and he made that decision. Now, when the book first uh, premiered, or I guess was first uh, out there for reviews, the, the the passage everyone was talking about was like, oh, revelations about uh, Tom's drug use in the 90s. And I thought, you know, maybe it was unfair that that's what got all the attention because maybe it set that up as, oh, this is this is one of one of those kind of books. Were, were you disappointed at all by that kind of coverage? Uh, I, I think you're... Yeah, you know, I think you're right about what, you know, that as a concern because it's a it's a tabloid kind of headline. Yeah, but I, I wasn't going to be the guy who could change the world out there and make it different. I, I, the world out there wants the tabloid kind of headline, and but I'm I'm enough of a believer in humanity that I think people do look past that. I think it's almost like the Trojan horse that that gets the rest of the book in. Because I knew I had a smart book. I knew I had an emotionally intelligent book. I knew I had a, a deeper view of Petty. I knew there were good things behind that headline. But the world we live in wants that headline. So I, you know, I made peace with it. Did it bother me? Yeah, maybe... It bothered me the most because I knew it would bother Tom Petty. Now, given the level of access you had, and as you said, being a, a, a fan of the person you're writing about, is, is it difficult to set aside personal feelings when you're writing the story? I mean, clearly, what you write is going to be filtered through through, through your thoughts as an author, as, as an editor. Is there anything you need to do to kind of separate yourself and, and go into, like, biographer mode? It, well, it, yes. I mean, it's a... It's a it's a smart question to ask because I can't sit next to, but, but you know, let me, it's a good question. I got to answer it right. Um, I am the 11 year old who first heard breakdown on the, the first record. Sure. I'm, I'm that, I'm still that person. And so I sit next to Tom Petty on the couch and I am that person. I'm a fan and I needed that energy. I couldn't let the fan run around the room like a monkey. Um, I had to be the biographer at work. Um, so it was, a, it was a matter of not telling one guy to leave the room so the other could work. It was a matter of having the appropriate balance between my various relationships to the person I was sitting next to. The biggest shift came when I really saw that I'm working for the reader. You know, I, I had Tom Petty's full cooperation, but he had empowered me. He said, this is your book, Warren. I don't tell you what's in, what's out. I give you full cooperation. I help you get access to other people. But he set up a situation where I had to kind of almost make an ethical decision to say, I might write some things that he's not going to like. But he's empowered me to be the one who filters or doesn't filter. The only thing he asked was at the end to be able to read before publication and respond to whatever he felt the need to respond to. 
but it was my book, and I was working for the reader, and that's how we did it. Well, and uh, as a reader, I truly appreciate it. As I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a rock nut, and I read every single uh, biography, and this is uh, probably one of the best that uh, I've ever read. It is Petty, the biography. Uh, the author is Warren Zanes, who has been our guest. Warren, again, thank you so much uh, for your work on this book, and I uh, really appreciate you joining us this morning. Hey, thank you for all your kind words.